This is the Cigar Authority. I'm kind of a big deal. The authority on everything cigar. You will respect my authority. Featuring cigar liberties from every major cigar brand. We have with us Christian Aroa. Rocky Patel. Victor Vitale. Eric Hansen. Oh my God, I can't believe it. Nick Perdomo. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Saka. Is Jesus Fuego. Joe Cusano. WWE Hall of Famer, Nikolai Volkov. It's the rock star, Pete Johnson. Jorge Padron. With your host, David Garofalo. That's me. This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. And his friends. That's you. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The one and only Cigar Authority. We are the Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. Damn it, motherfuckers, it's the Cigar Authority. And welcome, 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 everybody, to the Cigar Authority, Saturday, July 23rd, 2011. And praise be to William Carrier. William Carrier, praise be to him. He is the friend of the fat man. William Carrier. Okay. Anything? Who is not, that? Not really sure where you're going with this. Yeah? Didn't know this where Mr. We Jonathan, you don't know where that is. It's not in my show Praise sheet. Praise be to William Carrier. Nothing, huh? Dave, you got me stumped, Because we got two skinny guys on each side of me. They have well, no I idea see, who it is. I see Paul Beasley. He's a little rotund. He knows what you're talking about. He knows. About. William Carrier is the guy that invented the air conditioner. Aha. Uh-huh. Oh. Three days in a row of 100-degree temperature here in New Hampshire. I just came back from Las Vegas, a week full of 100-plus degrees, and it's, it's William Carrier. I think, right. actually, I wouldn't be as fat as I was if it wasn't for the air conditioner. Because I'm able, no to, I'm able to maintain my girth because of the air conditioner. So praise be anyway. I you think know, he's the greatest man. They, really they, should have, good, they should have statues for this guy. You're a good sport about your weight. Hey, even I, gotta, I can't go where my brain wants man, to go on this. I have, a, I have a mirror in the house, you know? <laughs> I have a mirror, I know. All right. I, I am challenged with the weight anyway. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Cigar Authority radio show, a radio show about what guys talk about in cigar stores. Well, should I even say what people talk about in cigar stores? Because we'll get into that later. How uh, we how two PC guys smoke do we shot. have to get? This well, is a guy's show. Well, that's what with I think. With the exception of Teresa, we have no women listeners. Well... We'll get into that in the second hour. Um, as uh, as um, I am a retailer at Two Are Guys. Are you trying Smoke to say we here. have another girl listener? We we've not only have we have girl. Apparently, we have girl customers. Get out! And, and I've got get myself into some some trouble. We'll get into that in the second hour anyway. You have no girl customers. You have girls that come in and buy cigars. For, for their people. husbands, <laughs> for their fathers, for their aunts, uh, you know, their uncles, whatever. All right, get myself even deeper in trouble, but we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, I'm just back from the IPCPR trade show, International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailer Trade Show in Las Vegas. Um, it was unbelievable. It's the Super Bowl of cigars. Uh, we got, I'm going to tell you about all the new cigars, and we're going to smoke a lot of them, new accessories, the Best in Show Awards, the Blogger Fest that I went to, and lots, lots more. First off, let's say hello to the stations picking us up here on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. WWZN AM 1510, The Revolution in Boston. WGHM 900, The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire. WARL 1320, Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island. WGAM 1250 in uh, ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire. And why listen live when you can catch us as a TV show almost here? Almost. We've got uh, video streaming on Ustream.tv, podcasting on Podbean.com, and most recently, iTunes. You can go right onto your iTunes, search The Cigar Authority, 
and update your podcast weekly with our show going right to your iPhone or your iPod or your iPad now. Directly in, you do nothing but plug it in, and bam, you are a Cigar Authority bam. listener. <laughs> or you can find it all on the CigarAuthority.com, all packaged up nice and neatly for your convenience. Including iTunes? It, I don't know. Can I, don't you think, I, I think iTunes is the only one that you can't just get on your site. Is that true? I believe so. <clears throat> okay, I'm coughing in between. I have bronchitis. Yeah, Dave's Dave's playing playing hurt. I'm I'm, I'm having a a tough time. This is uh, week two? This is week two of being sick, but really your second illness. You had the flu thing with the throwing up and all that, and now... Right into bronchitis, and before I went to the trade show, I went to see the doctor. He said, you have a terrible case of bronchitis. I highly recommend you don't go anywhere very dry like Las Vegas, and whatever you do, don't don't go to a cigar-smoking trade show. So I went to Las Vegas to the Cigar Smoking Trade Show, and um, needless to it's say... It's really the best advice had, you could give anyone. I've had Go a to your doctor. He's, he knew where I was going. He's very educated. First off, he knew where I was going. He knows, he knows you. He knows what's going on in the medical field. He gives you advice. You take it, and you throw it away and do the exact opposite. There we that's, go. That's what I'm going to do from now on. So if so I cough a couple times in between, I'm having a tough time here we, anyway. We can forgive that. Mr. Jonathan thought he was going to get another one past the goalie, and I wasn't going to come in. No way that's going to happen ever again. Well, you were, you were over an hour late, so I got nervous. I'm having a tough time here. But anyway, <clears throat> not good for a cigar-smoking show with me coughing. Not good. Yeah. And I don't have the cough button here. And it's not good PR for it is smoking it period, <laughs> when the godfather of smoke is choking. The answer is to actually light up and maybe calm this cough down. I'm going to try that, okay? So we have a new cigar. There's no band on it. Um, There will be a band on it. I'm going to make a prediction on what this cigar is. Hang on. It's right in your notes. You know exactly what it is. I'm going to say this is the... Make him believe like he he doesn't know what it is, so he can act like he... Room 101. Oh, pretty good. (laughs) Namakub. You think that's how you say it? Namakub? That's what the cigar is telling me when I smell it like this. Namakub. Namakub is uh, an extension of the uh, limited series. Room 101 announced, Room 101 announced the Namakub edition of cigars. Japanese design, uh, which is a fu- in a fuller-bodied cigar. Japanese design, the packaging is red with the... Um, Japanese logo um, writing on it. Don't say. It is unbelievable. Like the cigar. We did a cigar last week. Last week. Just that like had a the, red package. Yep, yep. And it had a Chinese symbol so, on it. Which was Zing. X-I-N-G. Wow. And now here's Room 101. That When I looked at it, I said, wow. You know. Um, you just get flattered left and right. <laughs> it's, it's the highest uh, form of sincere. sincere what is it? Flattery. 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 Yeah. Yeah, it pisses me off to tell you the truth. <laughs> Now, is Room 101, is that uh, Christian Aroa? Yes. Room 101 is an extension off of Camacho. And this, I'm going to have a hard time with, n- n- what, say it again, Nanubi? Namakub. Namakub. Probably, the B is probably silent. It's probably Namaku. Okay. Whatever or, it is. Or Namaku. Well, uh, in ancient times, when two samurais uh, would gather for competition, there was a great deal at stake. Normally, the losing party would die as a result from wounds. I was going to say, do you know what the winner gets? To live. Right. <laughs> the, um, the loser would die from sustained battle wounds upon defeat. The Nakumbi um, or, would, or the Nakumbi, or freshly 
severed head of the losing party. Okay, this is the, that would be the winner. He would get to cut the head off yes. of the loser. In, in, yes. And in, that's, what this, that's what this is. In battle, you would, you would execute your opponent by completely cutting off his head, whereas ritualistic suicide is where you would gut yourself and then have a friend samurai sever most of your head but leave just the front of it so that your head would end in a perpetual bow. Well, how do you know that? I study a little Japanese really? culture. So isn't it kind of odd that we're going to cut the head off of a cigar? And that's what it is. So this is what the cigar is all about. So let's light it up. Let's see what's going on uh, with the cigar. It appears to have five different sizes of it, ranging from $6 to $10 a piece. And this is a very limited release, meaning there is 100,000 cigars in production total. They, that's it. And they're going from <clears throat> a 4 by 42 all the way up to a 5 by 60 Right. And we are smoking. What do you think this one is? I'm going to say this is the uh, 6x44. I would think so. $8, 1,000 boxes of these. The 4x42, they're only making 400 boxes of them and 1,000 boxes of all the others. So uh, this would be the Tiburon. Tiburon would be the name of the size of this one. So let's fire it up. I am using my Zycar lighter. The, uh, the blend of this cigar is uh, a Habano wrapper, and it's complemented with a proprietary... Generoso Honduras Seed Binder. Uh, and then there's Dominican and Honduran fillers. There we go. And it's supposed to be full-bodied. See how I jumped right in there and filled while you I were like lighting? It. I like I'm it. I'm starting to learn the, the game right. here a little bit. Because you did one by yourself and you said, uh, yeah, boy, I, you can use wanna, help every once want, in a while. When I want to help my boy. Breathe in between. Plus, I'm not breathing very well, so jump in whenever you can. I also I was able to have a conversation with uh, a good friend of mine who complained to me that I was spending too much time looking at the uh, chat box on the laptop. Right. So you'll notice now the laptop is closed. closed. I can't not plug it in and not have it here, but I've emailed all my clips over it's to like the producer. It's like his binky, his little yeah, blanket. It is. You know? My security blanket. I'm suffering from <laughs> severe withdrawal. Every once in a while you'll see me look over longingly at it. It's my new Mac. I love it. I want to be over with it. So it's with me. Okay. So, uh, wonderful IPCPR trade show. I um, was uh, honored for the past three years to sit on the board of directors of the IPCPR. I also was the head of the trade show committee, uh, four of us that actually ran the trade show and what happened uh, with it. And um, I'm going to pat myself on the back and say uh, it was a wonderful trade show. I, uh, it was well executed. Um, little things happen, for sure, like, like uh, you know, uh, small things that people may not know that even happened, behind-the-scenes type sure. of stuff that, that go wrong like anything else. But uh, I think for the most part, nobody noticed, and uh, it went pretty well. 240 exhibitors, over 1,500 stores, and the most impressive thing, 100 brand-new stores. In this day and age, where the economy is so rough, we had a hundred new stores that never attended the trade show before. So that was pretty awesome. That that, that this isn't. Up. You're not saying that it's a hundred stores that have opened since the last trade show. This is a hundred stores that have opted into Correct. the IPCPR's it, it, trade show. It, at least that's what we know. Were they members before? Never. So they weren't members of the the committee at all. They joined, and then came to 
The big show. The big show, right. Nice. Because a lot of people think that the IPCPR is a trade show, and that's not what the IPCPR is. International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers Association, and it's an association that fights and lobbies for our, our rights and taxation and things and try to keep business alive. It's the NRA for cigars. Yes. Is the best way to put it. And with your membership comes free entry into a trade show. And it is a wonderful giant trade show where all the new stuff is there, and you meet and greet all the manufacturers. And Maybe see a celebrity here and there. Celebrities. A lot of celebrities were there. Um, let's look at the celebrities. Uh, some that I knew, some that I didn't know. Uh, one that I didn't know was Pit Boss Shorty. Oh, yeah. Animal Planet. Yeah. And is a, apparently smokes cigars. Little, On the little, show, yeah. Little, little dwarf guy. Uh, I saw him at the Drew Estates booth uh, doing a raffle. They were giving away, um, I believe, $5,000 every day. At, at the end of the, uh, at about 4 o'clock in the afternoon, you go to their booth, and uh, they gave away, you had to be there to, to win, and they would just keep drawing until they got a winner, and they gave away 5000 every day. So this guy, and, and their booth was pretty pretty packed every single day, and this little Midget, I don't know, it's a nice word. What am I supposed to call little him? People? Little, little people. He was a little person. He was so little, that, and I was so far back. He was there. I never got to see him. I heard him. He was on the microphone talking, and everybody was having laughs. I couldn't see the guy. Oh. He's, you put him up on a table, right? Is, or is that, is that like, not PC? <laughs> Seriously. I mean, the guy's three feet tall. I can't see him. Yeah. You know, put him on a table so he can make eye contact with the rest of us. Is that where you're going with that? So people can see him. He was on the floor. I never saw him. I was there the whole time. Every day he was there. I never saw him. He was right there. In grade school, I was friends with a little person. And if you ever tried to help him with anything that he couldn't reach, he would smack you and say, get away from me. I can do it. When he obviously couldn't do it, you know, standing on his tiptoes. Yeah, trying to do it. I, I'm five foot six myself. I'm pretty small, so I'm not making fun of. As a matter of fact, when, when I think about it, I am not overweight. I am just too short. If I was six, six, yeah. if I was six six, I would be perfect. <laughs> so I'm just a foot too short. Is the problem now? What can we do about that? I don't know. If there was only a pill, that could make me a foot taller. And this guy had to be three feet tall. Seriously, could not see him, but he was there anyway. Uh, also in attendance was celebrating his 50th birthday at the show, and that's why he was there. A company called WD Cigars brought him in. And uh, Dennis Rodman. One of the, the all-time uh, highest rebounders for the Chicago Bulls. Well, and I heard that he was on celebrity um, drug rehab or something like that, speaking of rebounding, because he was doing uh, shots of the uh, Hegemeister. Jägermeister. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He was He's 50, by the way? 50. Turned 50 this week. Wow. I yeah. would never have guessed that. And... Uh, you know, all the tattoos and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. But he seemed very happy smoking cigars and having a good time and drinking like he's not supposed to do or whatever. Uh, well, maybe he was just in rehab for, you know, some other controlled substance. Alcohol wouldn't count. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, also on hand was Mr. Las Vegas himself. Oh, one of my Wayne favorites. Wayne Newton. Now, I hear that his voice has definitely gone down the tubes. He had a... Uh, Surgery of some kind to remove one of his vocal cords. Oh, really? So he's got a very deep voice when he sings now, can barely carry a tune. Uh, he had to stop his Vegas show because it was becoming sad. Mm. No kidding. His show actually became so small that it was in the, like, the third-tier venue with 50 people in it. You know, almost a question-and-answer kind of thing. 
where you could just say, hey, Wayne, you know, what was it like when you met Elvis or, you know, that close to him? Well, he's got to be old. Uh, he is 69 years old, Wayne Newton. Uh, he was there um, for General Cigar, uh, the people that make uh, Cohiba and Macanudo and Gloria Cubana and Punch. He was uh, at their booth. He joined them uh, on behalf of the USO. I guess he's a big, big shot for the USO. General Cigar uh, donated $20,000 on behalf of the IPCPR. Um, this was on Monday, and um, he was there, and he was happy to, and I say happy to, sometimes these cigar companies try to donate money to certain things, and it's, believe it or not, not accepted. They don't accept it, but he was happy to accept it. He was there, and uh, everybody was standing around watching for sure. Uh, it's for a uh, USO um, thing called $1,000 a Day Campaign. And uh, that's what it takes, uh, apparently, to um, help these veterans uh, out is $1,000 a day. So what they... does USO stand for? Does anyone know? USO, United States, uh, I don't know. <laughs> You're supposed to know these answers when you... When this, you... this is why I have the chat box, but I'm not, I'm not looking at it, so I'm going to have to rely on my boy Chuck. No, but you should have thought of that question beforehand, found that's... the answer, then asked the question, and gave us Did the... you think of the question beforehand? No, if I did, I would have the answer. Okay, well, I didn't think of it either. Oh, I just right. thought of it right now. Just right now? Okay. All right. Look at him fighting back. He's feisty today. I don't have my laptop because it's a, it, for me it's... It's the United it's Service Organization. Oh, United oh, Service. Thank you, voice of God, whoever that was. <laughs> that is Dave, which we call... What do we call Dave now? STD. STD. Studio Dave. Not to be confused with me, Dave. Which is RTD. No, I don't know what that is. <laughs> you just made that up. Now everyone's going to say, what is RTD? Uh, so anyway, it was uh, nice of Wayne Newton to come down there. Um, he looked terrible. Well, he looks and sounds terrible. He's old and beat up. Uh, he went through some plastic surgery. I think uh, maybe Michael Jackson's plastic surgeon was his plastic surgeon because the guy was stretched like, um, like a balloon. I heard every once in a while you can hear him just kind of mutter out a little. There might be a little, a little mic in there. He did not look good. He did not. It was very nice of him to do that, and he is Mr. Las Vegas, but seriously, this is the Cigar Authority. We're going to tell you the, the truth. He did not look good. He did not look good. Still love that song, Donka Shane, though. Donka Shane. What movie was that in? Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, Ron White was there. Ron White was not only there, he was there at our um, breakfast meeting. Um, which was um, usually maybe 800 people show up. I would say there was about 3,000 this time uh, because he was going to be the guest speaker at the breakfast meeting before the trade show opened. 8 o'clock in the morning, uh, we have to do, because it is an organization, there's a couple of votes that has to happen, and you have to do some regular stuff that has to be done. There's breakfast, people smoking cigars, early morning cigar dinner, 8 a.m., and um, uh, we were honored to have Ron White come up there and do a 20-minute thing. And uh, he started off with, um, I was asked to be here at 8 o'clock, and I agreed months ago. Um, you know, sure, I'll do it. I'll be happy to do it. He says, until I realized just yesterday, it was 8 a.m. He didn't even know that a.m. existed. <laughs> this guy's been he on the road. He thought it was radio, like yeah. what we're doing. <laughs> 8 a.m., so uh, he was not his juvial drunk self, uh, but he was, he was very funny, 
And uh, later on, he went to um, the Davidoff booth representing Zeno Platinum. And the following day, he was at the Davidoff dinner. It was a black tie event where it was at nighttime. And he did have lots to drink. And he was brutal. I bet he was in his normal form. Which they somewhat seemed surprised that an alcoholic comedian that talked about uh, lady parts. Lady parts did what he did. And how you consume them. And he uh, he did what he did, and some people were shocked and got up and walked out. What? That would be the yeah. reason that so, I would go see him is for those but, jokes. But, so you I know, can retell them later. That's what you that's expect. That's his act. That's his act. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he does. It, it was, that's like hiring me and, and being surprised that I'm playing music at an event. That's yeah. what I do. See, when you said brutal, I was thinking... I was thinking kind of like, you know, bad being good type of thing. Brutal being, wow, he killed it, you know? Uh, no, he's... He, wow. kill, he killed it. I mean, <laughs> it's dead. <laughs> it's pretty much dead, I would say. Oh, no. Uh, it, it, as I said, at the breakfast thing, uh, he was a little risque and stuff, but it, it was really, really good. And uh, th- there's a lot of people with their, with their wives and family. I bring my mother. You know, well, everybody's there. And your was... mother's not like everyone else's mother. No. She can handle truck driver talk. Yeah. It's no big deal. In fact, I've heard her say a couple of F-bombs myself. Yeah. But you bring your wife in expecting this, this, this to be. This is way worse than the F-bomb, man. <laughs> I, I taped it, and we can't play it. We can't. I, I, went I, I have the whole thing taped. Can we beep it out? There's Man, no, I don't know if it's... It Chuck, literally, literally, the words you're not beeping out are the, a, and and. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's that bad. So, uh... I don't know. I, you know, I taped it so that we could maybe play something, and maybe we can next week. We'll listen to it and see uh, if there's anything there. But uh, as I said, the breakfast, very, very funny, good. Everybody was thinking it was fantastic. You add a bottle of Jack Daniels in, in, into Not the mix. Not a couple shots. The yeah. dude drinks the stuff by the bottle. The bottle was on his table. He sat there and had dinner with us. The bottle was on the table. Everybody else had a glass with their drink in it, and he had his glass with the bottle. Oh, no. So the guy drinks. That's what he does. Hey. And it seemed people were surprised. An alcoholic comedian would talk vulgar. That's what he does, and he does it very well. But anyway, it was awesome. Um, The opening night reception, uh, as we got there, the next morning the show's going to start with the breakfast. There is an opening night reception, which was uh, pretty awesome. That uh, It's one of the highlights for me. That's the people I haven't seen for all year. Everybody gets together, and there's hors d'oeuvres and drinks and open bar and stuff like that. All the manufacturers go. Everybody's invited, all the people. And you just go through the crowd, and you talk to everybody, and it's an awesome, awesome time. The secondhand smoke was, you know, with bronchitis. Uh, I got through it, barely. I mean, I was looking bad towards the end of this thing. But I kind of put the show together and put this, um, uh, what we had was a silent auction that was there. And, uh, Are you going to tell the story behind the silent auction? Which is what? I got you. I got you. Okay. I got you. All right. I know where you're going. So um, we need to raise money to, to get lobbyists to fight, whatever, and anything we can do um, to raise that. So um, boring. Let's go back before that. All right. So now I have to get um, prizes for the silent auction. Before that, why did you pick this prize? 
Are you, are you well, intentionally I, being silent about no, it? No. Because I, I won't push any no, further. No, I have to get, I know where you're going with this. Well, go there. All right. That's the goods. I, I have to get prizes for the silent auction, and instead of buying prizes and hoping to get more money for it, we asked the manufacturers, so we kind of put a wish list out, and we sent some of the guys out that knew these people well and asked for certain prizes. One of the prizes uh, that would be important to me is Dion from Elysion Cigars, which um, we love and uh, we do a good job selling. Um, this is a guy that owns a cigar store in Reno, Nevada. It is pr- truly a boutique cigar brand. Uh, very, very popular in cigar stores. A fuller body, very, very nice cigar. I've asked Dion numerous whole, times. Numerous times. I really want you to come up to Two Guys Smoke Shop. I want you to come do an event with us. Absolutely not. The answer is no every single time. Chuck, no, I, th- this. Dave doesn't hear no from people. Good. Typically. Good. You know, he, asks he doesn't for do it. He's a, yeah, I, I understand. I have my it. I have my own boutique brands, and if somebody in in California asks me to fly out there and stand there and be Garofalo cigars or something, I can't. I'm very busy. I have stores to run and all that stuff. No, I'm not going to do it. And this is what he says to me. But that's not good enough. I need to make it happen. So. Um, one of the wish list items was somebody in the United States would would bid on an item that would have Dion at somebody's cigar shop. So um, he agreed and said, okay, that would be nice, and I'll do it somewhere out there in the United States. Whoever bids the most or something wins. All right. So, so Dave whips it out and puts it on the table. That's it. He's talking about his wallet. His yeah. wallet. So uh, I went up to Just him. Slapped the leather right down. The following day, I went up to him at his booth, and I says, we got to get you up at, at uh, two guys to do an event. And he said, absolutely not. And I had a big <laughs> smile on my face. Ding dong. You're I, wrong. And I said, I'm not asking. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're coming up because I'm the lucky bidder. I bid lucky the most bidder. of you. Nice. Yeah, luck had nothing to do with it. And uh, he says, you're kidding me. And I said, no. And he smiled, too. So he's a, he's a good egg anyway. So uh, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm hoping sometime in August, uh, next month, we'll get him up. He says, sooner than later. He just wants to rip it off like a Band-Aid. Be done with this. But we'll get him up. We'll get him in the show. Yeah. And this is a guy that doesn't do this stuff. Awesome. He is a tall, tall guy. He's got to be 6'6", big side Merns. He knows the cigars. He's a retailer. It's going to be fun talking to him. I haven't had a lot of discussion with him over the years, uh, so we'll, hopefully we'll get to know him and uh, he'll learn to love us and we'll start a whole thing. So that's the plan anyway. We'll see how it goes. But there were a lot of great items. How are we doing on time here? Sure show, Dave. This is a, we call this a floating break. All so, right. you know, if you want to go to break now and come back full steam, we can do that. No, no. Let, let me get through this um, silent auction thing. There's so much to talk to you guys about. Uh, this is actually not going to be one show. We're going to have to turn this into two shows to tell you about this trade show and all the new things that are there anyway. But some of the items on the silent auction was the Monte Cristo uh, golf uh, tournament. You get to go to that. Drew Estates did a cigar safari for two. Uh, the J.C. Newman people did skybox seats with them at the um, Devil Rays in Tampa. That wow. they, they have their own box, so you go with them. Uh, Beach Cigars, which is um, Gurkha, um, they, they have that real expensive box, a $2,000 box of cigars called His Royal Majesty. Um, they, they auctioned that off. Um, Havana Sellers Pete Johnson did a special limited release cigar to whoever bid the most. Like we did the M80, yeah, a much smaller production number, but um, how do you go smaller than 333 boxes? It's like 
10 boxes or something like that. It's very, very small, whatever it was. The price. They just swept up the remnant tobacco off the floor, and they said, no, okay, no, we're going to make. I'm sure he's going to make something sensational for whoever it is. But uh, the, actually, the production number, I bid on it, but I didn't overbid. Um, the production number was so small, it was hardly worth it. You know, it, it is to somebody, but, you know, with, with three stores, it, it wasn't going to be uh, so good for us. I would have smoked them all myself, probably. Um, Miami Cigar gave out a trip to Pro Cigar in the Dominican Republic, which was very nice. Padron did a special box or two of cigars for whoever that and won that. Rocky Patel, a trip to Honduras with him. Um, the Vilga people had this big cooler, like like the refrigerator thing, humidor, was awesome. Um, the Zycar people, a limited release um, cigar cutter with all diamonds in it. Wow. And the, the Greycliff people, it was a, 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 a week or so at their resort at Greycliff in the Bahamas. So there were items like that, you know, a lot of things that you, you could never buy. And here they were. It raised uh, close to $15,000 all to fight uh, legislation, those great. items. And it, w- it turned out to be a great thing. We're going to build on that. Um, at the end of the trade show was my end of my three-year term. So I am out, and I hope, uh, and I know everyone's going to step up, and they're going to make the trade show bigger and better every single year. And um, they build on some of the things I hope I helped out to uh, make the show as successful as it was. And uh, speaking of the show, there's a, there's a lot of changes there, too. Um, the um, CEO, uh, Joe Rowe, he's the guy in charge for the past 10 years or so, is retiring. He actually got married at the trade show on Tuesday. Wow. And he is retiring, and I was part of the, um, of the search committee to elect the new CEO. I you to say elect a bride. No, no. <laughs> He found his own bride, but I had to find, me along with a a handful of other people on the board of directors, had to go out and find the new CEO. And we did. His name is William Spann. Um, He's announced now as a new chief executive of the IPCPR. Uh, He will be at the next trade show, which is August 1st, in Orlando, Florida. Uh, He replaces Joe Rowe. And uh, his experience includes 20-year career with the Navy, serving as a chief of staff. Um, and a, um, he is also an um, executor, uh, executive role with Jeb Bush's administration in Florida. Wow. Nice. Um, very, very interesting man. So uh, we, he's somebody that um, we should be proud to have as our CEO of our organization. He is a stand-up guy. He's with a player. He's a real player. For sure, for sure. And, and, and a uh, cigar smoker to begin with, really strong, strong on our rights to smoke cigars. And uh, somebody uh, we should be proud to have as, as the CEO of the company. So I, I wish uh, uh, Bill Spann uh, all the luck in the world. Uh, uh, Joe did a great job, and it's going to be some tough shoes to fill, but I think Bill's got it. He is a leader and uh, a, a great guy. I, I um recently got to know and i think he's going to do a great job and it seemed like everybody was all pumped about that that too so anyway uh let's go to break when we come back i want to go through all the new cigars at the trade show as i said we're not going to be able to hit everything but i got a lot of them uh, here with me also the best new item at the trade show and it wasn't even a cigar the best in show awards there was a blog fest i'll tell you all about that and lots more Stick around. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on The Cigar Authority Radio Network. 
Hi, this is David Garofalo from the Cigar Authority. I'd like to invite you to visit one of my Two Guys Smoke Shops. Two Guys Smoke Shop is the largest cigar retailer in the world, and I'm very proud of that. It's stogie heaven. Two Guys is conveniently located off Exit 1, off Route 93, 95, and Route 3 in Salem, Seabrook, and Nashua, New Hampshire. You see, there's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border for your convenience. Take the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free New Hampshire, or find us on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. We ship cigars everywhere, and single cigars too. Two Guys Smoke Shop, it's stogie heaven! Have you been arguing with your wife about the smell of your cigar smoking? My name is John Sullivan. I can make all that go away with a revolutionary new product called the Auric Pro Shield Air Purifier from the Auric Clean Home Center on Spitbrook Road in Nashua, New Hampshire. This is Mr. Jonathan. I used to get crap from the wife all the time about the smell of my cigar smoking coming up from my studio. But that has all stopped since I got my Auric Pro Shield Air Purifier from the Auric Clean Home Center on Spitbrook Road in Nashua, New Hampshire. Not only does the Auric Air purifier totally eliminate the smell of your cigars but also dust and dander bacteria and mold including spores and pollen i'd like to invite you to come see it for yourself and let me personally show you how simple i can fix your problem the auric clean home center is located at 8 spitbrook road at the corner of the dw highway in nashua new hampshire right across the street from two guys smoke shop visit my friend john sullivan in nashua new hampshire or call us at 603-595-2122 that's 603-595-2122 auric simply amazing since 63 There's a patch of land in Cuba located exactly at the latitude and longitude of 22 degrees north by 83 degrees west, where you will find Hacienda El Corojo, a plantation that once grew the best tobacco in all of the world. Today, these fields are not producers of tobacco any longer, but the seeds from their prize-winning plants still exist today. 2283 is a cigar brand that uses authentic El Corojo seed in its entire five-country blend. Nicaraguan, Honduran. Dominican El Corojo filler, certified Costa Rican Corojo binder, and finished off with lush, oily, Brazilian El Corojo seed wrapper, all from the seeds of the mother plants. 2283 come uncellophaned in wheels of 20, white tissue wrapped in bundles, and then safely placed in cedar cabinet boxes. Find out what's missing in today's cigars. It's El Corojo. 2283 has it certified. One taste and you'll understand the old flavor you've been longing for. It's back and it's 2283. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand cleared in the black earth region, then dry shipped to the distillery where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super premium vodka. Worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and Sickle. Super Premium Vodka. Russian Reborn. 40% alcohol by volume. Imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. Confucius. Chinese philosopher teachings have gone from the golden rules to fortune cookies. Confucius say, what you do not wish for yourself, you do not do to others. Confucius say, knowledge is recognizing what you know and what you don't. Profound? Maybe 200 years ago. But today, it's our pleasure to bring you Zing. Zing, spelled X-I-N-G, is a whole new smoking sensation 
Sing Cigars not only shares medium-bodied, rich flavor from its deep, dark wrapper, but it's the deep, dark wisdom from the back of each of its cigar bands. Zing say, man who go to bed with itchy bum, wake up with a smelly finger. Way better than any Chinese fortune cookie, and way better tasting. And just like Chinese food, shortly after you've had it, you'll love to have another. Zing, it's what some call the modern day fortune cookie. A great cigar with a little something extra. A little fun, and a whole lot of flavor. Zing. My job just got easier. <laughs> Rocking around the Christmas tree because it's like Christmas here at Two Guys Smoke Shop right now. Coming back from the IPCPR, there's so many different cigars. That's what the producers were talking That's about. It. <laughs> it's like Christmas around here, and it is. It's Chuck, Christmas in July. You're a genius. That's what it is. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Cigar Authority. Uh, we are live here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. We do the show each and every week live um, so that we can actually smoke cigars in a cigar There's store. a song called Christmas in July, by the way, which you could have played instead, but whatever. Hey, you're always going to jump on top of whatever it is. But um, <laughs> we are smoking. What is this? This is the, the, the Room 101. No, it is oh, not. I'm sorry. I, get, I got the two confused. Yes. The, My bad. You know, there was so many knockoffs. There's so many copycats out there. It, it's unbelievable. Why can't you just come up with your own original idea? Because I've come up with all of them. Well, that's what the problem is. No, it, but it seems, boy, I'm being copied a lot. I got to come are. up with something anyway. You are. And I had some arguments with people over copying things. It was unbelievable. But anyway, you look at the brighter side. Boy, and stuff. I like to be a fly on the wall for some of those conversations. Oh my goodness! But anyway, uh, problem it, is if you recorded it, we wouldn't be able to play it without. No, no, the same no, problem is Ron White. Bleep, 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 bleep. It, uh, <laughs> it, it is uh, flattery, but uh, I'm, I'm off that. I'm not buying that flattery. I'm not flattered anymore. I'm actually. I don't uh, think you ever. You're not the it. kind of person who gets flattered by that kind of thing. No, I'm <laughs> aggravated by. It. But whatever. It is what it is. Uh, moving along, this is the Room 101. Say what it's called again. Uh, I would say the Nambaku. Okay. Nambaku. Uh, seven heads, right? The seven heads, basically. Yeah. And uh, this is the guy that wins the battle. And uh, it's a full-body cigar. It's Honduran. You can kind of tell it's Camacho-like. You would, you would guess it does, that. It does have a very similar. Camacho flirts with the cinnamon flavor a little bit. This has some of the cinnamon characteristics in the bite, but the flavor of black pepper for me. So now, now, I barely smoked in three weeks. Barely your, smoked your in three weeks. Your taste buds are on fire right and now. It, it sure is. Up. I mean, I can, I can taste and smell everything. Um, Pre-lighting, very bond, very uh, tasted, smelled and tastes like uh, the bond, sure. like the bond smells and everything. Uh, it is it is heavy, full-bodied. I'm having no problem with it. It's it's not harsh in any way, despite it's what very it sounds well, like. It's very well balanced. Balanced. Balance is a good word for it anyway. So I'm liking it. Um, there's no band on this yet. Um, these are, uh, they were not passing these out as samples. Uh, they were good enough to, to give us a, a handful, though, so we could have it on the show and talk about it. It's not ready yet. That's another thing about these cigars. Before they come out, they did not release them yet because they're not ready. They're just going to get better before we end up getting the packaging. was pretty cool. Very similar to, like you said, like, like Zing. Certain cigars, and I wish I could tell you what tobacco it is, but I'm still, you say I'm not a rookie anymore. I'm still such a rookie. I don't, I don't know what it is. There are certain tobaccos that give you a coating 
on your tongue. Yeah. And this is one of them. This has some of that in it. So with the cinnamon, hmm. it's like a like a glazed. I, I, I would say Hondur, Honduran tobacco tends to do that. Tends to coat the palate. Uh, it's kind of heavy tobacco. Honduro tobacco, yeah. tobacco in it. Yes, that, that is that special tobacco they talk about in there. Anyway, so anyway, nice cigar, um, and there, there were lots of nice cigars. We looked for, um, you know, you always look for the diamond out there. What, what is the hot thing? Everybody coming up to each other during the show. Hey, did you see any? What's the big thing? What are you, what are you thinking? Uh, um, am I missing something? The problem that, that's happening right now is... There, there was a, wasn't any standout because everything was that good. Everything was fantastic. Um, Nam Akubi. Yeah, that's Ed listening to the show over in the Nashua store. And, Nam Akubi. Uh, correcting us as he does frequently. Thank you, Ed. Well, this is where I got the cigars. He's the one that actually picked these up for us. So, Nam Akubi. I don't know. Zing is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's easier to say. Right. <laughs> yeah, but, but it has a story, the seven heads, and that's that's pretty cool anyway. And, and Matt Booth, who is, is Room 101, um, you know, he may makes it look cool for sure. Yeah. You know, he, he, he takes my idea and makes it cool. <laughs> Well, that's all I can think on the, of. On I, the know. Zing side, it is a little hokey and goofy, so yeah. I guess yeah, you weren't it. going for cool on that one. I was, actually, but that's oh, the best right. I got. I'm just not a cool guy. I just not. <laughs> I know it. So anyway, uh, Matt is a cool guy, and uh, actually, uh, we hope to have him up here uh, this summer, too. Uh, now, plan is to have an event with The him. only cigar that I cared about when I read the list off on the Mr. Jonathan show was... The JFR yeah. 7 by 7 I have it right here. That's the only one that I, w I was interested in seeing and possibly smoking. Okay, so those that are watching this um, get inside on, on, that. on the Ustream, uh, this is the JFR 7070. It's not going to come in a package like this. It's going to come uncelloed in a regular box. Or I don't whatever. think they make cello that big. Correct. That's the problem. They don't make cello that big. 7 by 70 means the first number 7 is seven inches long. That's every cigar. A five by fifty would be five inches long. A six by fifty-two, six inches long. Seven by seventy, seven inches long. Now the seventy is where it gets funky. The big thing that's going on in today's world are six by sixty cigars are all the rage right now. Sixty is sixty. We've sixty fourths of an inch. Six by sixty-six. Like that was the biggest one that I'd seen in regular production. Yeah. So 64, the number 64 would be 60, it's 1 64th of an inch is what one, a 1 is. So it's a, six, a 50 would be 50 64ths, mm -hmm. which is the normal thick cigar, a, a Robusto or a, or a Toro is a, is a 50. A 60, which is way too big for me, I would have never believed it would be popular, but 6 by 60s are all the rage right now. And just to one-up them, these guys, JFR, which stands for Just for Retailers. You can't it, order that in a mail catalog. Nope. We have, we have our own uh, mail order uh, catalog ourselves, and we're not allowed to sell it on there. But we are allowed to sell it in the stores, and because it is just for retailers. 7 by 70 is 70, 60 fourths of an inch, which is, I'd say, about an inch and a quarter straight across. Oh, yeah. That, that's a mouthful. There it is. I will not be smoking it. Would you like to smoke it? I would love to smoke it. Well, that's all yours. Thank you. And you will report back to us next week. I will. Because I will there's no sense in lighting it up now because it's going to take you five hours. 
I would like to know that too. I would like to know how many hours it took you to. You smoke. know what I'll be doing? I'm going to be going to a uh, 50th birthday party later on today. I expect to be there for about five hours, so I will. Light it up outdoors and see how long it takes. Keep track of the time. Tell me about the, the flavor flavors. of it. Oh, there'll be a Mr. Jonathan flavor of the week on this see, bad see boy if you for can sure. Hold, see if you can hold the ash for a long period of time. Oh, yeah. And, boy, that'll be a mess when that falls off. What a, What's amazing is that it's so perfectly round. There's no... You would think with something this large that you wouldn't be able to keep it consistent all the way through. There'd be some sort of bumps, but it's almost like they used a ruler or something to get it... Could you roll something like this, Mikey, and get it to be perfect like that? Yeah, it's a mold. It's in a mold awesome. before they put the wrapper. It's awesome. But you've got, you got to imagine big wrapper leaves, 18-inch leaf to start off with in order to, to make it around that cigar. That's a serious... The end cap has a, almost as much tobacco on it as, you know, a Lancero. <laughs> Just the cap. It is huge. You could make a cigar out of so, that bad boy. You know, knowing that that was going to be there, that was something I had to see. And uh, I went up to it. It was under glass. And uh, I said, I'm absolutely going to buy it. Any samples of this? And they said, no, there isn't any samples. I said, I would love to show this on the show. This is the cool part of the show. The answer is no. And then I say, I would love to show it on the show. And they say, oh, here. Hmm. I'm, a you- big, I'm a big customer. And you would think... Here, you know, you're looking for a sample. Here, take it. Nah, there's really no samples of it yet. Okay. I'd like to show it on the show. Oh, here. The hidden gem in that is you didn't have to tell them what show it was because everybody recognized you as David Garofalo from... I don't know about everybody, but I, I was pleasantly surprised. I was pleasantly surprised of people pulling me out of a crowd from my Facebook look. I heard from Ed. From the sound of my voice. That you couldn't go five minutes without being recognized by somebody. That's what That was the report I got when I talked to Ed yesterday. I wanted to get the inside scoop because you tend to be was, a little modest. Yeah, it was pretty humbling. It, it was pretty awesome. Uh, you know, I got to meet a lot of bloggers, and we'll get into the blog thing that happened there, and, and some of them picking me out of the crowd we hadn't had the pleasure of meeting these people that some we interviewed some i talked to on the phone over over some time and apparently i have a terrible new england boston accent that i don't hear at all but i think it's i think it's endearing yeah it's endearing i can't control it i can't shut it off cigar cigar um so you know uh talking to somebody somebody walking over i recognize that voice and then them introducing themselves to me, and uh, I said, "Wow, you know, not even what I look like. It was the sound of my voice." And then some people I recognize that face. I've seen you somewhere before. You're Mr. And Jonathan Sidekick, aren't you? I, and I, it must be Mr. Jonathan Sidekick. <laughs> Boy, do I have a! I told you, next year you're going to come. Uh, yes, I'm definitely going. Next, next year, year you're going to come, and we'll see. Uh, the date's already set for it. It is April first, which means nothing to you. You'll say yes, you'll commit to it, and then you'll not no, show up. I'm going to write it. Oh, I can't I even write it in my calendar right now because I don't have that year's calendar. I don't know what I'm going to do for the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. Chuck can't go. Jonathan can't go. I have to go. I want to go. we got to figure something out so I can pull this off. Can we pull Tommy out of retirement? I think Paul, Tommy's supposed to start his restaurant August 1st. I didn't go. Oh, breaking news. Chuck, this is last, I, last I talked to him, which is a while ago. So I, I can double check with him. But my, my concern is... I can do the two hours talking, although it's a lot of work and it's tough and all that stuff. I can do it. My problem is I cannot do any of the product, production right, right. side. I can't do it. But I think that, that we could we could certainly train someone like Mike Havey to run the, the mixer because you're just recording interviews. Yeah. So we could have him just run it and, sh- you know, we can teach him how to do it in a, a matter of minutes. 
He's tech savvy. Really? Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't say 10 minutes, but... Well, you're but. not... We couldn't teach him how to run that board in 10 minutes, but I've got a little tiny mixing board that just little knobs, and then you just watch the screen on the recorder, and you're golden. Because you'd be recording. You wouldn't be going live to the station. Correct. Right. And then it's we can a, it's take a Sunday. It. We're going to do the Saturday show. After the show's over, I'm jumping on the plane like we did last year. Yep. And then we'll do the show, and then I'll stay an extra day and then come back. Um, geez, if you can think it's going to be that simple... Yeah, uh, I took that recorder with me. It wasn't that simple. I'm, I'm very challenged when it comes to this electronic stuff. Mm-hmm. Seriously challenged. I was a disc jockey. I would set up sound and lights in in uh, giant nightclubs. Things no problem. Were a lot simpler back then. But it's amazing. Put that. the needle on the record. Put and the needle you're on the done. record. Put the needle on the record. No, it wasn't that simple. But anyway, um, everyone in the chat box, pick me, pick me. <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, um, let's yeah, talk about new cigars. Let's talk about new cigars. Um, JFR, pretty amazing. Don't the know monster. what. Don't know what it smokes like. You're going to tell us next week. You give us a full, full report. report. Full report on that. La Flor Dominicana debuted a cigar called Diadema Duo. It's a pair of cigars in one little box. You get the natural and the Maduro. Diadema is pointed on both ends. Um, it sells for $30 for the pair. So you get two, a natural and a Maduro, for $30. What do I think of that as a retailer? Guys like natural or guys like Maduro, you automatically get a natural and a Maduro. Going to be a tough sell. And at the price, at $15 per cigar, one you know you like, the other one you don't know if you like or you don't care as much. as It's going to be tough. I bought them. Uh, they're beautiful. But um, I didn't, more... you smoked it. Was it good, the diadema? Yeah, good smoke. Uh, I expect it. You know, there's some companies like Fluid Dominicana, you're going to buy it anyway. Won't that be more of a collector's item anyway, something that someone's going to pick up as a trophy and say, look, I have it. Maybe they buy two so they can keep one in their humidor. And then Maybe. they have the other one. Maybe. That's like a special occasion kind of thing. Okay. I'm lighting up again. My, light, my cigar went out. Do I get to talk about the third thing on our list here? Because I didn't really give you any details. My, my cigar's about. going out because you're I'm doing tr- all I'm the talking. I'm doing a lot of talking, but uh, actually, I'm not inhaling like I usually do. Not inhaling, but I'm not drawing in as hard because I'm having a tough time breathing. Mm. But I'm doing the show anyway because I'm you're, a man. You're a rock star. That's it. Uh, from Pete Johnson, Fausto. Uh, it's based on the T110 blend. And it's a real powerhouse. Again, another cigar I didn't smoke. I have a sample of it. I'll get to it. Um, Havy said it was great. I assumed it was. It, it seemed like a highlight of the show. A lot of people were walking right over to it. My um, concerned with uh, Fausto, it's like the devil. There was a cigar called Diablo, if you remember Diablo that was out. Uh, Diablo was made by General Cigar. It was a bomb. Uh, people did not want the devil. You know, and a, no one knew this until the cigar comes out, but it, it seemed to be not popular because of it. Um, there seems to be a lot of popularity with Fausto already. There's a lot of talk about it. Anyway. I don't think that it, the name is going to have much to do with it. As soon as Pete Johnson puts his name on it, he is a rock star. That's you, you buy it just because of the name at that point. He's someone who would have a difficult time selling his company because he is the face of his company. He's it. He's it's the guy. True. It's true. Um, every year he comes out with a special Halloween-themed cigar. In the past, Boris, the face, Frank, Drac. This year it will be the Wolfman. Uh, box-pressed torpedo with an unfinished foot. 
limited n- number of special boxes will be available. It comes out right before Halloween. It is the rage at Halloween that everybody's looking for it. The unfortunate thing is they only make so many, and more people are looking for it than actually get it. Um, as a retailer, it becomes a tough situation because you got a lot of customers that are on their brands anyway. Put it aside for me. There's only so many to put aside. It's a nightmare. It's you know, it's truly a Halloween nightmare. Um, running into this problem. The same over the years have happened with Opus X and hard to get stuff. Uh, it, it, to me, it's more harm than good. I want them. I want to try it myself, too. But I think that it adds to the allure of Pete Johnson products, though. If you can't always get a Pete Johnson product, you are not going to wait until the last minute to buy in. As a retailer, you never want to say no to your customer. You always want a good experience. Mm. You know, I'm going to say all this stuff, and I'm going to tell you in the next hour something bad that happened yep. here at Two Guys Smoke Shop, and we'll get into that. Um, trying to please everybody. It's a, it's a main concern for me. I, I feel customer service in the United States is awful, and I've oh, always tried. Terrible. To, and I've always tried to actually over-deliver. Over Absolutely. And, um, you don't win them all, and I'll get into it, and uh, my apologies will go out and everything. And I'll tell you the story of it and what happened, and you, you make your own mind up for it anyway. That'll be in the next hour. Uh, but moving along, Frank Herrera, our friend from Cigar Law, has a cigar called La Caride, C-A-R-I-D-A-D. Caridad? Del Cobra. Cobre. Cobre. No Spanish at all, so I have a tough time with, with these Spanish well, there's words. there's no L or O at the end of any, or beginning, so it makes That's it right. harder to read. Um, Their fault for not putting it in, not ours for not being able to read it. They have one Lancero called the Javelin. It's pointed at both ends, pretty cool-looking, natural in Maduro. Uh, definitely bought it on, on looks alone. I kind of bought blind. I had Ed with me, and he was smoking as much as he possibly could, but we could have really used a couple of people with us because there's so much smoking involved. But bought it pretty blind anyway. Uh, I wanted to do, do it for... Um, for Frank, anyway, uh, another eye-catching cigar uh, he had was a Perfecto um, with a little um, Connecticut wrap on the foot. Pretty cool looking. Uh, again, I don't know what it tasted like, but Ed said uh, it was pretty good. Um, San Latano, that's A.J. Fernandez. Uh, he makes lots of cigars for uh, the catalog guys and things like that. San Latano has his own cigar. He came out with a shaped cigar. Instead of shaped going out, it's shaped oval. Instead of being round or square, the cigar is oval. If you remember uh, English ovals years ago, it was a cigarette, an oval cigarette uh, from way back in the 50s. Um, Here's an oval cigar. The thing looked beautiful. Um, It's a uh, Brazilian-grown Habano 2000 wrapper. It it is beautiful, beautiful. Um, It is uh, going into 400 cigar shops. We will be one of them. And their their dream or hope is to get into 1,000 stores uh, by the end of the year. Um, so we'll see where that goes. Um, and uh, one thing I want to mention, and we'll get into more cigars after that, is uh, Sam Lachia. We were hoping to see Sam's new cigar. He put on the Facebook show. the day that you left okay. that he had, they had delivered a court injunction saying he couldn't, uh, he couldn't even go to the show. Couldn't even go to the show. A ruling uh, from Oliva, a lawsuit against Sam. Uh, allegedly, he uh, was breaking his non-compete clause. And that uh, Sam was not to participate in the I show. I did reach out to Sam, and hopefully he'll get back to me, and we'll be able to get him on the show and have him talk about whatever he can talk about. Hopefully. We're hopefully. going to go to break. You've been listening to The Cigar Authority on The Cigar Authority Radio Network. Lots more coming up. Don't go anywhere.
Attention all business owners and entrepreneurs looking to grow your business or increase sales. Well, here's your chance to get in on the ground floor of our exclusive radio show, The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority is broadcast across four powerful radio stations throughout New England and across the globe via podcast and live video stream. Team up with the Cigar Authority Radio Network and start connecting with our vast and dynamic audience of educated consumers with disposable income. For advertising and business opportunities designed to take your business to the next level, call me, Chuck Morrison, today at 603-630-8041. That's 603-630-8041. Or send us an email at ads at thecigarauthority.com. Look, if there's one thing that's true about the Cigar Authority listeners, it's that they all enjoy the finer things in life. And that most certainly includes your product or service. True or false? You don't have to spend a lot for a great cigar. True! Well, it's not true anymore, thanks to Dos Ombre Cigars. For over 20 years now, Dos Ombre has been the best bang for your buck brand, period. And with Dos Ombre, there's something for everyone. Try the mild white-banded Dos Ombre Dominican, or the fuller-body green-banded Dos Ombre Nicaraguan, or how about the red-banded Dos Ombre Honduran, available in natural or deep dark Maduro. Now with sizes for everyone, there's something for everyone. Handmade, long-filled, premium cigars, and cost-saving bundles because you can't smoke the box. Dos Ombre, the best bang for your buck premium cigar, period. Now available in flavors. Try Dos Ombre flavors for something sweet. Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603-475-1391. That's 603-475-1391. The back of the box is where all the bull goes. But in this case, there's no box. It's a bundle, a bundle of Desperado cigars. As a matter of fact, there's no band, no fancy ads, no promotions, or any bull at all. Because that costs money. And Desperado cigars are about saving you money. These are not first quality cigars. Not seamless, not perfect, or spectacular in any way. They are not made with tobaccos aged for 12 years, nor have they some secret fermentation process. This is second quality tobacco made in the Dominican Republic that was formed into a cigar for you to cut, light, and enjoy without breaking the bank. We think they taste pretty good for the money, they'll smoke pretty well, and they are so affordable it wouldn't kill you to hand one to a friend or two to enjoy with you. Desperado Cigars. They'll keep the bugs away and provide you with a nice, inexpensive smoke to experience for about a buck a cigar. Desperado. WWZN Boston. The Terriers of Boston University are the national champions. Your home for Boston University men's hockey and men's basketball. 
This is the Cigar Authority. I'm kind of a big deal. The authority on everything cigar. You will respect my authority. Featuring cigar liberties from every major cigar brand. We have with us Christian Aroa. Rocky Patel. Victor Vitale. Eric Hansen. Oh my God, I can't believe it. Nick Perdomo. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Saka. Is Jesus Fuego. Joe Cusano. WWE Hall of Famer, Nikolai Volkov. It's the rock star, Pete Johnson. Jorge Padron. With your host, David Garofalo. That's me. This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. And his friends. That's you. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The one and only Cigar Authority. We are the Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. Damn it, motherfuckers, it's the Cigar Authority. And we are back here live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You want to come by and see the show? Come on. Speaking of coming by, our good friend. Long distance. uh, He is on the chat box. Typically, you'll notice he's not there today because he's here live from Tennessee on the chat box. He's C. Pateri's. C stands for Charlie because it's warm there, Charlie. It's warm. Uh, so Charlie actually came up from Tennessee Unbelievable. to hang out with us. He's over there smoking a cigar and listening actually live right here in our studio. That's awesome. Thank you, Charlie, for coming all the way up here. That's awesome. Um, uh, hello to uh, the four stations listening to us live right now. WWZN AM 1510, The Revolution in Boston, WGHM 900, The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire, WARL 1320, Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island, and WGAM 1250 ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire. Along with that, we are streaming live on Ustream.tv if you want to watch this mess. Podcast it via download convenience on Podbeam or iTunes. And uh, it's all uh, neatly packaged there for you on the CigarAuthority.com. So check us out. Find us on Facebook. Friend us. Do whatever you got to do. Speaking of friending. Friending us on and, Facebook. And people giving us love. Love. I was mentioned... In Cigar Snob, the magazine. new Cigar Snob is out. They did a, they they did like this whole article on me, uh, right here, right. I mean, it's there in black and white. It is a small little. It's not a whole article. It's a small little sentence that's actually about me. That it actually, says that actually Mr. John name. interviews cigar celebrities. I don't know what you mean. That's not small. That's huge. And it's in Cigar I, Snob. And I'll tell you, the guys from uh, Cigar Snob, I appreciated very much the that effort they, they put into that. They uh, they they put me in here and the amount of uh, uh, friends I have. They spelled my name wrong. Which is remarkable because your Which, name is right there on Facebook. But the problem that happens is no one can find me now, right? Which actually might have been a little thing for me. Maybe when I sent it to them, I spelled it wrong on purpose. Do they ask you to do that? No, I'm kidding. No? Uh, very, very nice of them. Let me see this. Yeah, take it. Uh, yeah, the, the spelling is G-A-R-O-F-A-L-O. They did G-A-R-A-F-O-L-O. Um, so find me on Facebook. I'm very close to 3,000 fans. I'm over 3,000, by Mr. the way. Mr. Jonathan is over 3,000 fans. Thank you very so much. So I need to get ahead. So G-A-R-O. You were ahead of me at one point. I was. And then you... I didn't realize it was a contest. You did. I did not realize it was a contest. And then when you got past me, you made a big deal of it. And I haven't been able to catch up ever well, since. Well, I was past you. And then it bothered me that you passed me. Because I keep track of all of my friends' amount of friends. Again, I didn't realize it was a contest. <laughs> G-A-R-O-F-A-L-O, David Garofalo, you'll see me there. Be my friend. Uh, and if you could possibly delete Mr. Jonathan if he's your, he's your friend, it would just be a, a double, right? Oh, so you want to try to get ahead by me dropping down. That's cheap. 
No, that would cheap. be a double hit. Or, they can, <laughs> or you can just friend the cigar authority and we all win. Wouldn't that be nice as a win-win situation? Yeah, because I'm not, the cigar really into that. I'm into winning and then having someone else lose. But they, they wrote a nice little thing here, and they mentioned Mr. Jonathan. They did not mention Chuck Morrison, who Chuck not only has uh, to Chuck Morrison, but he has the Making Mountains Move. Here's the bell. Making Mountains Move's um, website. Facebook, website, all that stuff. He would have been uh, really into uh, the phone conversation we had yesterday. Oh, my goodness. Was we'll, that awesome, We'll, t- we'll tell you all about that uh, after the show. I think I'm going to Maryland in a couple weeks. Yep. Speaking, next of, week. speaking of going to Maryland... Uh, August 4th, it has nothing to do with Maryland, actually. It was a terrible segue. But August 4th, I'm hosting my very first networking meeting as a result of a conversation I had where I would not sign a non-compete clause when I was part of a certain networking group. And I said to the guy, I'm not going to sign the non-compete clause because what if I want to start my own networking group? And he looked at me dead in the face and said, let's just be honest. You're never going to start your own networking group. Oh. Scarlet thrown down, and now we have Mr. Jonathan's networking event August 4th right upstairs here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Tax-Free Salem, New Hampshire. It'll be a cigar-friendly event, and all of the real players, not only in the cigar world, but in the non-cigar world, business-wise, in the area, will be here. Beautiful. Good for you. That's the kind of stuff I need. I need somebody to push me and tell me I can't do it. Oh, yeah. That's 90% of my success. You want to guarantee your failure. Tell me I can't beat you. Absolutely. So uh, his cigar snob, uh, I, I think next week, let's, let's pull it apart, let's read it. Uh, besides the spelling errors, we'll find other errors and uh, <laughs> things that we agree and disagree on. But they do a great job, I'll tell you. We carry them all. Yep. We carry all the magazines here. I read every single one of them. This is the only one that sells out in less than a week. Well, we get these in. Ed's correcting me again. It's it's not the it's Wednesday the third, not the fourth. I got my dates okay. mixed up, which is which is what you do normally. I typically get the you dates. Typically mixed get up. the dates wrong. Um, so cigar snob, we'll talk about it next week. We'll pick it apart and tell you all about it and tell you um, what we agree and what we disagree. But what I will agree, it's a great magazine and it sells like crazy. So there you go. On eleven, just walked out. Yeah. Yep. That's what happens in cigar stores. Uh, we'll get into that. She would have been an 8, by the way, but she walked out as we, an 11. Now, it was funny. You brought that up last week that uh, a girl comes in. And, actually, let's light a cigar. because We're, <laughs> we're going to end up getting carried away I want to be careful of what I say. This is the new Alec Bradley black market. Okay? Interesting. That not there something about a shuriken or something Japanese with this cigar? I don't know what that is, a shuriken. It's in your notes. It's in my notes. Oh, that's the cutter. Oh, all right. Don't don't cut that cigar. Don't cut that cigar. Let's get into it. Shuriken is is the new hottest item I saw at the trade show. Everybody said, what's the big thing? What's the big deal over there? It actually wasn't a cigar. As I said, all the cigars were good. That's the problem that's happening. I don't look at it as a problem. I think it's fantastic that cigars have never been good as they are right now, and they just keep getting better and better. So the problem is that a good, really good cigar comes out, but the next booth over was a really good cigar again. So makes it tough to choose. It does, and you can't carry everything. And there was huge amounts of new cigars. Uh, I have a number here somewhere. I think it was like 300 new brands. 300 wow. new brands. which Four is Four brand extensions. Correct. 
Uh, it's ridiculous. You can't carry them all, so you try to carry the best there is. People you have relationships with. It's, it's a tough, tough uh, situation. This is the time of year. That blah, blah, in. blah. Get to the cutter. Okay. <laughs> so here's the cigar. Alec Bradley. Um, black market. And his little sleeve on the bottom, not a band, and I guess you slide the sleeve off. Interesting that he went with a paper sleeve like that, which is a nice way to protect the foot. Yeah. Typically, you see a sleeve, and it's a cedar sleeve, and it's there to help alter the flavor of the cigar while you're aging it. You know, the, the, the problem I have with it, I think it's pretty cool, but the problem I have with it is once you take it off, the band is off, it's gone, the advertising stops. That's the, yeah, I can it, see that. You sure. know, so advertising is gone at this point, but we know what it is, so I'll put it right here so I, I, don't, I don't forget what it is. Again. Uh, and do I have information on this? Get to the cutter. That's all right, get to the cutter. All right, Shurkin. This is a, uh, those that are listening on the radio, you can't see it, but it is, what do you want to call that? A little oval. It's like an egg. Well, like an egg. My okay. wife has one of those, actually. We have, uh, okay, get, during our yeah. bedroom time, we have all a right, little battery powered. Nobody wants to hear this. Nobody wants Your to wife specifically said she likes my stuff. Nope. She, oh, she, she said she hated them. She hates it. She hates I'm sorry, Larry. Um, this, this cutter, you, you pop the top off the egg, let's call it. and um, Please it, do not stick your finger in the egg. Do not stick. There's warning labels. I took the warning label off that says do not stick any body parts. <laughs> this is the warning. Mr. Jonathan. This is going to be a new tool. Do not. For the moils. Do not. Across the country. Stick any body parts in this. Oh, God. Mr. Jonathan. What you do, there's, there's six blades inside this, and, and you got to imagine this to be like an umbrella, the inside of an umbrella. Okay? With That's a this, great analogy. Okay? So you're going to push the cigar into, this, into the center of the umbrella, let's call it, as far as it goes, and these blades that, that are running on the side, all six of them, are going to shear the they, sides. They pierce it. They, they, pierce. Give you, they give you little incisions. Now, the big key to this is you cannot rotate the cigar because you will ruin it. Yeah, you'll rip, you'll rip it apart. So it's just one straight in until it doesn't go any further and straight out. Thank you. Try that. Now, yeah. when, I, when I take it off, it looks like the cigar hasn't been cut at all. So a short-filled cigar that pieces of tobacco come out, that's not going to happen. Um, a long-filled cigar, it, it works perfect. It's been tried on box-press cigars, even torpedoes. It works on everything. The one problem that I found, we used this cutter a lot yesterday while we were tooling around with it to see if we were going to use it for the show and how we were going to talk about it. The one issue is, at first, when you first put the cigar in your mouth, you may feel like there's a draw problem. What the problem is, you don't have the cigar deep enough in your mouth. The way the cutter is set up is really better for bigger ring-gauge cigars than smaller ring-gauge cigars because the blades are so far apart. So yesterday, Mikey poked his cigar in, then he put it in his mouth and said, oh, there's a draw problem, and he went to poke it back in, and we all freaked out and said, don't, you just put it in your mouth, that's disgusting. Get away from our cutter. Just push it all the way, through, all the way in. You know, you can tell when it went, when it went all the way in. And... You slide it out. No one's going to say that's what she said after that? No. Okay. Just don't go there. This is, uh, there's no reason to, and it's just best you uh, <laughs> don't. All right. I'll tell you, it's a perfect draw for me. <clears throat> this, is, this cigar we're smoking has got to be, I would say, a 52 ring gauge. I'd guess that. And it's perfect. Chuck, you doing it? Perfect, right? You got a draw. One of the great things about this cutter is... 
if you're someone who smokes Maduro cigars because you enjoy the flavor, you like the extra sweetness in the Maduro, you get more Maduro flavor because you haven't taken the cap off. So you have more of your wrapper flavor while you're smoking than if you use a regular cutter and you snip the end off. So if you like that, the, the flavor of your wrapper, you're going to get more flavor. If it's something, for me, uh, I'm less of a fan of the Connecticut Shade stuff, so I probably wouldn't use the cutter on Connecticut Shade because I like having less Connecticut flavor. As a retailer, I have sold everybody a bullet cutter, a V cutter, a regular guillotine, whether it be a Zycar that, that spreads out like wings, whether it be a Palio that shears the top perfectly, um, all, all the cheap ones in between, all the high-end Davidoff and, and, and uh, DuPonts and things like that. I was so impressed with this. And you're talking about a $20 retail. This is the plastic version. There's going to be a metal version that's coming, coming out in gunmetal and um, regular silver. Um, I believe that's going to be like $40. That won't be out for a couple months after this one comes out. These aren't out. These are coming out in about two months. And then two months later, the metal version will come out. I ordered the, the plastic version only because I need to get it right away. I was just going to do the metal if they were going to come out at the same time, but they're not. So these, they, they said the plastic will come out. I said, okay. When the metal one comes out, I can see it's kind of classy looking. It's uh, it's it's awesome. It's not a really good fit as a pocket cutter, though. Is the other problem that I have with it. It's kind of bulbous. Well, we got into talk, and I, I was lucky enough to to meet the guy that created this, that invented the cigar, invented this, and we talked about it. The only thing that matters on this is that right there, that white inside there. Yep. All the rest of it is doesn't matter at all. So they said, we can do anything you want. We can make it like a little stack of quarters where it's only that because that's okay. all that would matter. Yep. We got talking back and forth. The top that is this big thing could be on a hinge and slide off like this. Absolutely. On the roller quarters, and then it would be like that. It's lightweight. Even the metal one wasn't heavy, heavy in your pocket. There's so much that can be done with this. It can be private label with the cigar brands on it. It can be shaped different. It doesn't matter. All that matters is that is inside of it. So this guy came to uh, um, Belinda, who was uh, the one handling this, and uh, just maybe uh, 30, 60 days ago came to her with this idea. They glued the piece of paper on here that says the name of it. I mean, this is uh, there were no samples of it. Again, there were no samples. And uh, they said, it's not ready, and we, we just glued it together, you know, just for looks and things like that. And I said, wow, I would love to show this on the show. Absolutely. Hold on. Here you go. Yeah. I hit the jackpot. I, I, I got the answer each time. And, and I know none of the manufacturers are listening, so I, I can pull this all the time. We may have to... Uh change the name of the show to just the show. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's all yeah, you I refer do, that, to as. You know, I do, I do refer to it as, as, as the show. Because it is the show. Yeah. Yeah. So, nice draw. Mm. Nice cigar. This is the first time I'm trying this cigar. Uh, Black Market by Alec Bradley. And uh, I don't know a lot about this. Did I what write? What is the wrapper on this? Because I think this wrapper is the consistently the wrapper that's giving me my string bean almond dean flavor. I don't have any information on this at all. Do I have any information? I do not. I don't know anything about it. How to be prepared, huh? How to be prepared. 
I'm it's sorry so about that. I, I can't believe I don't have any information on this. I think that this, this cutter could change the cigar world altogether because now people are going to start smoking more wrapper because there's more wrapper flavor. The wrapper itself is going to become a bigger part of the cigar. Very different. Yeah. Definitely get a lot of flavor. You were so intrigued by this yesterday. You were smoking two cigars at once. I did it twice. Right. Over and over. I did it with two Maduros, and I did it with two Connecticut shades, and it drastically changes the flavor of the draw in your mouth because you do get more wrapper. So, like I said, with the Connecticut one, I didn't like it as much because I'm not a Connecticut smoker as a rule. I prefer Maduro, and with the Maduro, I love it you ever smoke, that much more. You ever smoke the chisel and you poke the top of the chisel cigar. I've heard with, about people doing that. I haven't bullet, done it yet. It dramatically changes it. The cigar actually tastes different when you do that because the as you draw in, the smoke goes over your tongue. Yeah, it rolls, it rolls, rolls to the back of your palate and, and it comes and forward. And it changes. So I've smoked the cigar with a bullet on it and smoke it for a little bit, get the taste. Then I cut it and then taste it and it tastes like a different cigar. The flavors wash over your tongue that way anyways. If you were to put something on the tip of your tongue, We'll say something that's bitter or sweet. You put it on the tip of your tongue. Instinctually, your body brings your tongue to the back of your mouth, touches the roof of your mouth, and then drags that forward because your taste buds channel the flavors from the back to the front. So when you do that chisel, that's exactly what you're doing for your tongue right away. Okay, we got some breaking news. Who's this Amy Winehouse? Yeah, we just found out in the break that Amy Winehouse passed away today. Who is she? She's a singer. Okay. She does some... Uh, a lot of top 40 stuff, but in a retro swing kind of way, a lot like Raphael Sadiq. She's got a lot of swing rhythm in her in her stuff. She's bringing back something along the lines of 50s and 60s style music to top 40, or I should say was doing that. Wow. So what happened? Drugs? Probably. I, she sang about She had a lot of trouble time. with drugs and alcohol. Drugs and alcohol. Voice of God. Thank you, David. There we go. So uh, she, is, she is gone. Maybe Dave could uh, get a song ready for one of our bumpers. Maybe. There you go. I love that song, that Rehab. <laughs> okay. Uh, so l let's enjoy this uh, Alec Bradley cigar and, and uh, using the, the Shurikin. 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 Shurikin Kata. Or Shurikin. I'm sorry. Shurikin. Now, you know, I'm, I'm not a college professor or anything, but it seems like I can't read any of these words because they're, they're all very difficult words. They're, it sounds Japanese, it too. It sounds like everybody's going Asian on us. Okay, turning Japanese. We got, we got turning uh, Japanese. I really think so. Got nothing. Nothing, Must really. Be an 80s song. Wow, it is. <laughs> wow, you don't know that song. Okay, uh, <clears throat> let me get into it now. Okay, here are two guys smoke shop. I've always had a pet peeve my whole life of customer service. Grew up in the 70s and 80s, and, you know, early on, I was one of the guys that worked at the, at the car wash, and you, not the car wash, at the gas station. You pull up, and I wash your windshield and pump the gas for you and all that stuff. All that stuff went away. Customer service is gone. It's, it's terrible. I mean, everything from getting my coffee in the morning, uh, they can't get it right. They expect a tip for pouring black coffee into a cup. Uh, awful. Customer service is terrible. Uh, 26 years ago, I put two guys' smoke shop together. We are all about customer service. I saw the original notes you took when you were putting together your business plan, and the first line says, have the best customer service. That's it, because it was always a pet peeve. It always bothered me. And uh, 
All the guys that work for me, everybody understands. It's a, that's what we're about. It's about customer service. Listen, you can buy our product anywhere. There's lots and lots of cigar stores around here. There's lots of cigar stores everywhere, plus there's the Internet and everything. What do we have that they don't have? And it's good customer service is what I believe. Well, we hit the wall. There was a video put out um, that, that uh, one of the guys that uh, Rudy uh, tried, right, turned us on. Rudy, who's uh, listened to the show, said you might be interested in seeing this. Rudy likes to hear his name mentioned on the show, so here you go, Rudy. Uh, and I thank you very much for, for sending that video to me. Um, there's, there's a girl out there called Lovely Lady of the Stick, Christine. Um, and she does this little video blog or something. I think she's just getting started out there. She is into swapping wrappers on cigars. So she'll take two cigars and she'll swap the wrappers and then <clears throat> smoke them and then talk about what these cigars would taste like with different wrappers. Okay, well... Uh, Christine, you got my attention because I saw the video and you said uh, you came to Boston, uh, you had some business to do, and you didn't have time to go to uh, do your normal uh, run around to cigar store to cigar store, which you like to do. But you did uh, make your way up to New Hampshire just to go to Two Guys Smoke Shop, and I thank you for that. Apparently, you must have heard good things about it because of uh, you must have passed 20 cigar stores on the way. And uh, she apparently stopped off at uh, two guys in Nashville, New Hampshire. Very proud of that store. Beautiful store. Uh, Ed Santa Maria runs it over there. And a great bunch of guys who all understand our customer service thought and feeling. Absolutely. Well, in this little video, she talks about very, she just touches with it. She doesn't destroy us, but she touches with it and said, I went up there and it's a beautiful store. But they weren't very friendly. Well, you might as well kick me really hard. In the junk. Right. Saying something like that because, boy, that was painful. Everybody that works for me, 16 different guys that work for me, we've all watched the video all the way through. I wanted everybody to see it and let you know that you can do a thousand things right and one thing wrong. And it ruins you. And it can ruin you. And it's that important. And uh, I wanted to know what was the problem. So Ed wrote to her. And, you know, uh, a lengthy email explaining, uh, you know, we want to know what store it was. We want to know what happened. We're sorry. You know, can you tell us more about it so we can sit down with the person, whoever it was, and uh, kind of get into it. Because what did she say in her response? She did not respond. There was no response. There was no n- nothing back. And we went to the trade show, and uh, we talked about it many, many times. This is the past couple weeks. Sure. So we go to the trade show, and I'm at one of the booths, me and Ed, and we're, we're, make, we're in the middle of a, a big purchase, uh, get, getting through all the different brands with the manufacturer, and Ed sees her walk by. That's the danger of having a video blog. Right. You can and see I know you. Ed saw that video 15 times if he saw it once. So he, he recognized her. Pulls her out of a crowd. And he says, excuse me, doesn't say what's going on. He says, excuse me, wrap it up. I'm going to go talk to somebody. It's very important. He gets up, and I see where he goes, and the, and, the, and the salesman says, oh, he's running after some pretty girl or something like this. And I said, oh. And I looked, and I said, I know who that is. And I, I finished dealing with the, with the rep, which uh, lasted 15 minutes or so. I, had to, I was in the middle of what, what I was in, but I'll tell you my attention, and, and I just kept looking at him to see what was going on, and he got to talk with her and say what exactly happened. And what happened was she went into the cigar store, and by all means, uh, Christine, if you uh, are listening to this and you want to chime in, I would love to have you. As a matter of fact, we thought we were going to see you the following night at the Blog Fest, which is what he said. Uh, I would have the opportunity to talk to you there, which you 
ended up not attending, uh, I would have loved to sit and talk with you and give you the number so you could do this on the air with us if you like. The phone number here is 617-237-1234. By all means, give me a call, 617-237-1234, so I can formally apologize for uh, the bad experience you had. But I want to get into the bad experience and, and see what you guys think of, of what happened with her. She came into the cigar store and looked around, and uh, apparently the, um, the salesman was there, uh, approached her, and uh, asked her, um, which we, we normally do, we ask some questions, and one of the questions he asked was, who are you buying these cigars for? Well, apparently she was highly insulted by the salesman asking that question, because she was buying for herself, and we assumed that she was buying for someone else. Actually, I'm going to interrupt you here okay. because I, myself, when I was just a customer here, I would get asked by the salesman here who I was buying cigars Correct. for because they had never seen me before. And so the assumption when you come in as a new customer is you may not be a regular cigar smoker. You could be just swinging by to pick up cigars for a golf tournament or whatever. And that question is a key it to help key point question. you in the direction. Are you buying it for someone who doesn't smoke cigars? Are you buying it for a golf tournament? Are you buying a gift for somebody? And, and if it is, yes, I'm buying for uh, a gift. Oh, is it a special occasion thing? Is it the 50th birthday because we got something perfect for that? Is it somebody sure. who just graduated and we need to get it? You know, there's questions and answers type of things. And, and we get into those questions and answers to... Pick the per we have 1,100 open boxes of cigars. It's a process of elimination for a salesperson to be able to identify exactly what you're looking for. If you don't come in and say, I'm looking to get a Perdomo cigar. Right. Okay. And sometimes it's overwhelming when somebody comes in and they don't know where to go. And, and typically, the, the question of, can I help you, which is the worst thing you can say, because the answer is, no, I'm all set. You don't want to say, can I help you? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, perfect example. Some, somebody's saying here, what if we walk into uh, Victoria's Secret, right? <laughs> no, I'm buying for myself. I wonder what the, the girl... The problem is that they see me in Victoria's Secret all the time, and no, I'm not buying for my wife. Right, right. Well, so, yes, that's what we do. Now, and I've said many, many times, it's three stores, it's 26 years, it's a guy thing. Um, I, I'd like to say 99%, but it's even more than that. It's way more than that. We have approximately 55,000 customers. And I don't know if I can count on one hand how many women buy boxes of cigars for themselves over all these years. It really doesn't happen. And, and it's, this is not the type of store that a woman would come in, uh, I don't think, and feel uh, like they, they don't belong or all the guys are looking at me. The, the seating area where the guys sit are far away from the door so that they're not looked at or gawked at. You mentioned before that, you know. Uh, Make uh, no uh, mistake, I'm gawking. A, you know, a girl that's a six is all of a sudden a ten walking through the door because there's not many girls that ever come in. And if they do, they're buying for someone else. Their hands over their nose. Yeah, they're talking about they, how yeah, disgusting they, it is. They, and walk they want in, good customer service. Yeah, we smoke in the store, and they they walk in with their fingers over their nose, and they want to get in and out. You know, the ones that don't like it. Some girls come in and they take a big deep breath and they say, "Wow, smells like my grandfather. I love the smell. Brings back good memories." There's lots of things that happen. Listen, 26 years I'm in this business. 26 years, and I work every single day, except for when I get sick. Right? I'm both, here. I'm both here. Times. Right. 
so I'm here all the time, and I have this craziness about customer service. So it really freaked me out, to tell you the truth. Uh, and I, I, as I said, she touched on it, and it was, there was no ill will. She wasn't trying to bash us or anything like that. But she said it. It bothered me, and I wanted the opportunity to face-to-face to explain to her the story and... Please give us another chance, basically. She's out of, I believe, Texas or Oklahoma or something like that. She was just up uh, on some business or something like that. Probably never going to come back or anything. But, and, 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 you know, I was told by other people, don't even mention it. Something bad happened. Don't mean it. I, I want to mention it for sure. I don't want to pass up on this because I want other cigar stores, and I know other cigar stores listen to the show. I want them to understand that it's the most important thing. Nowadays, with these bloggers and these video things, they're not just telling their 10 friends or something how they had a bad experience. They're telling 10,000 people. I mean, it's a bad, bad thing if you get a bad review, and we're trying to be the absolute best we can. So... I freaked out a bit, and uh, I, I would I would love the chance to talk to her someday, and maybe we get her on the air or something, or if she comes up or it something. It would be nice. I'm curious to hear from a woman's perspective that smokes cigars, you know, what that experience is like. It would have been a nice question to ask Teresa how she's treated when she's brought well, in yep. smoking hot cigar chick. And I saw her at the show and all the all the different blogs that were there, and uh, I'll get into all the people that, that we mentioned there. But while, while I do, uh, before I get to that, there is an international women's smoking society, and I know a lot of the girls that are part of this. It is a... Uh, um, a thing to try to get all the women together that smoke cigars and try to build up on that. All hey, eight of them. Nothing stronger to me than to double my sales. If right now I feel like this is a almost 100% guy type of business. If this You're looking at less than 1% is women. Absolutely. If, and, if, and if we could turn that around to 50-50, my business will absolutely double. So there would be nothing better. You know, I'm not saying this is a, is a guy thing. You're not welcome. Hey. Come on in. It'd be great to have you. I just don't believe uh, there's many that actually enjoy it. There's too, there's too many. That there's a reason why you don't see a lot of men going into scented candle places, because we don't like that kind of smells. We hate that smell, and you guys hate this smell. How many times the have most you part. taken your socks off after a long day and put them right up to your nose and go, that's not even that bad? Never. Really? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Never. Yet another thing that I'm alone on. Um, Rudy, you know you do it. You know, uh, on the uh, International Smoking so- Society, uh, Cindy Sacker is in charge of marketing. Um, I was with her at, at the blog fest that they, they had in um, in Vegas, and we talked uh, briefly ab- about it, and she's in charge of their marketing. Julie Newman, who is uh, Cigars and More out in Chicago, um, I know her very well. There's, uh, you know, lots of people. Diana gets out of Chicago also. Uh, she, she's, uh, I believe, in her, her late 70s, uh, cigar smoker for years and years. Been good friends with her for a long time. The, the smoking hot chick. You got Maria Martin from Maria Martin Cigars. Um, you know, I know the players in, yeah. in the cigar business for sure. And unfortunately, there isn't a lot of them. I wish there was a lot more. There isn't. And uh, maybe we have a new one here with the lovely lady at a stick. There's uh, check her out. And um, it is fascinating that she does swap the wrappers over, and she's a very accomplished re-roller. It doesn't look bad when she does it. She's she's getting it done. She teaches you how to do it on the videos. It's very informative. And that's what Sam from Sam Lachia, um, that's what he was all about, changing the wrappers and things like that. Yeah, messing around. I'm relighting again. 
Nothing wrong with that. You've been doing a lot of talking. A lot of talking and not, not a lot of uh, drawing in cigar. Um, Blogfest. Drew Estates, the folks at Drew Estates were kind enough to uh, put together um, a rooftop uh, suite with um, all the bloggers they invited, um, and this was on Tuesday night, Monday night. Did blog? Did you end up with the IPCPR? Did you end up having a blogger section? Because I know you guys were talking we did, about we did. that. We did, and there was um, a total of 14 uh, different bloggers. I expected way more, to tell you the truth. The bloggers were looking to get into the IPCPR. We had a lot of manufacturers trying to stop it. We had a lot of retailers trying to stop it. Um, it is a retailer's convention. It's about doing business. And um, to be honest with you, I fought for the bloggers because I feel they are a very important segment of our industry. They Some of the big shots in the cigar industry consider the bloggers to be a bit of a nuisance because they are calling them constantly, trying to get the scoop. They, they're the reporters for the cigar world. They are. And, they are. and honestly, I think they do a better job than a lot of the cigar magazines. Not that the cigar magazines don't do a good job. Timing-wise, it's in real time. You want right. to read about a cigar right now that just came out now, you go on to Charlie's Cigar Feed, and, and yeah. bam, it's right there. If you wait for Cigar Aficionado's report on the IPCPR, you're going to see it in about three months. If you, wanna know what, if you want to know what's happening in the cigar world, this stuff is out there. These yeah. guys, you know, even the, even the Cigar Authority, it's only on once a week. So if you're waiting for, for, for us for a report of IPCPR and you wanted to know on Wednesday, you have to wait till Saturday to end up hearing it. I get a lot of information on these blogs, I'm, and, I, and I'm deep in. I'm deep in, entrenched in this stuff, and Charlie's the perfect example. I get stuff from him. Uh, I can't like, believe how do you know that. Right? How, do you, how did you get it so fast? And I had the honor to meet him. Um, Thorne Nelson from, from Cigar Press, he was there. Uh, Teresa and Tim. Tim's her, I believe, significant other. Um, Almost her handler, so to speak. I mean, she's smoking hot and is busy getting her picture yeah, taken. And but they were nice, the appointments. nice, nice folks, and they, they wanted to thank you so much because Mr. Jonathan was kind enough to send them a nice, uh, nice card and, nice and, and some hats. That was very nice of you. <laughs> he does nothing folks he doesn't do anything that's not true i emailed her address to dave and then dave emailed it to ed and then ed sent it over it's perfect he must have signed your name anyway uh cigar craig was there the cigar guys were there um i was sitting with them and they said uh the two different guys and they're sitting there and said oh sit with us and i said okay who are you guys we're the cigar guys who are you i said i am the cigar guys i'm two guys and he said, we're two guys. And I said, oh, the lawsuit will, uh, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> they, they, they were great guys. And, and uh, Tony Blake, um, it, it, this thing was put together. Did by, he show you any magic? He did not show me any did magic. Did you ask him about magic? We mentioned magic. There, there was a, Lance the Magician was going around doing these magic tricks, which he was fabulous. He did was Tony doing to blow up his spot at all and say, okay, this is where he's hiding the cigar. It's in his armpit. Uh, no, no. Tony was was very good, and uh, Tony and I talked a lot. He's a good, good guy. He is. And uh, he's definitely got a look. And with the hat and the bow tie and stuff, he definitely got a look he's got it going on. So Tony's on 365 cigars. But um, this was put together by uh, Steve Saka, uh, Marvin Samuel, Jonathan Drew, and uh, Scott Acid Chester. And um, they had the suite. All the bloggers were there. There was cigars, plenty of them, and some rare stuff that isn't even out, along with food and drink. And everybody got together. It was a, a beautiful night. And um, 
you got to put a face with the name of a lot of these people. Sure. And these guys, uh, you know, I got to tell you, they're uh, really into cigars. They're like they're like the Trekkies, but for cigars. They're really, really into it. it it's, it's, a, it's a good example. It sounds like it's a, it's a shot, but it's not. They are deep into it. I am, too. I mean, I, I consider myself a geek when it comes to cigars. I can't wait. I consider you a geek, period. I'm a geek. <laughs> um, so, so I say it in, in the kindest, nicest way I can possibly say it. They love it. They have more passion than most cigar store owners. They, they are really, really into it, and it's an asset to have them part of our organization. It's an asset to meet them. Uh, I think we continue to have them on our show as guests and stuff because they're really into it. And uh, I can't say enough good about it. I mean, it, it was awesome. It was awesome. Uh, it would be nice if they hit us up once in a while. Hint, hint, guys, instead of making us hunt you down. You know, you send me an email and say you got a new article you're going to publish and you want to come on and talk about it. Hint, hint. Could, could, you just want to do nothing. You want to manage to possibly do nothing for this show and it all to come to you. Yeah, that's the idea. That's a fair, okay. just that's so, a fair just, assessment just, just of so what we, i got going on. Just so we understand who Mr. Jonathan is and what he's all about. Um, this show is flying by. i got lots more to talk about. I'm going to tell you about my gambling experience in Vegas. Gambled. Um, I gambled. Came out of retirement. I nice. did. And uh, lots of events coming up and lots more cigars to talk about. So let's take a break. When we come back, I'm going to get right into the cigars and lots more. So stick around, everybody. we got lots more to come. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Floor. De Lorraine. She came from the streets of Paris. Fleur de Lorraine is a magnificent jewel of a cigar with a contemporary French dial and prestige. Fleur de Lorraine marries rare aged tobaccos in old world craftsmanship. Fleur de Lorraine. Deep layers of lush tobaccos fuse in a symbol of charismatic intensity for luxurious expression with no concession. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover Fleur de Lorraine's rich, bold taste with a little European flair. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover the extraordinary craftsmanship behind every Fleur de Lorraine. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover Fleur de Lorraine's elegance, charm, and value. Fleur de Lorraine, now available in natural or Maduro. Discover Fleur de Lorraine cigars at fine tobacconists everywhere. Fleur. Floor de Lorraine. From the streets of Paris to you. Let me ask you a serious question. Do you like what you're doing for a living? Are you sick of being in the rat race, living life on other people's terms? Hi, this is Chuck Morrison from MakingMountainsMove.com, and I challenge you to take back control of your life and make mountains move to live the life that you were meant to live. If you have a dream, a burning desire, but feel miles away from living it, I can help. You see, I used to be a stressed out corporate slave with time for everyone but me and my family until I made the decision to follow my heart and pursue my passion. Today, I'm living life on my terms and helping people achieve the same in record time. Look, you have a purpose to serve in this life, and I can guarantee you it's not to be stuck inside of some job or some career that's sucking the life right out of you. It's time for you to take back control of your life. It's time for you to make mountains move. Take the first step today. Head on over to makingmountainsmove.com and sign up for my free number one secret to help you get out of your job and into your dream. It's time for you to make mountains move.
I say, sir, enjoying a good cigar shouldn't cost you a fortune. And it doesn't have to when you light up a classic. Classic brand cigars are priced right, and there is a blend or size just right for you. Classic Connecticut is a mild and smooth smoke, while the classic Maduro is deep, dark, and delicious. The classic Cameroon has a hint of natural sweetness that will keep you coming back for more and more but it's the classic Cuban that is bold and full-flavored, just like the classic Cuban cigars from before the embargo. Every classic blend is available in four classic sizes, the Robust, Toro, Churchill, and Torpedo. But whichever one you choose, a classic cigar will guarantee you a smooth and easy draw. Classic cigars. The name says it all, sir. The ads are all over TV and radio. Foreclosure, default, loan modification. If you're having trouble making your mortgage payments before you give up, ruin your good name and lose your home, you need to call Paul Antonelli, that short sale guy. As a Coldwell Banker agent, Paul specializes in helping people sell their home in a short sale. You see, a short sale is a complicated transaction most real estate agents don't understand. Not every homeowner can qualify for a short sale, and some lose valuable time and money when they try the short sale process only to find that they don't qualify. Paul understands the process and knows the steps for a successful short sale. When you call, Paul will cover all the necessary details and tell you if a short sale is possible on your property. Remember the name, Paul Antonelli, or go to thatshortsaleguy.com and watch Paul's informational videos. Then call and let his expertise guide you to a successful short sale. You're at your computer now, so go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Paul Antonelli and the short sale team. Go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry-shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle, super-premium vodka, Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume, imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. They tried to make me go to rehab. I said no, no, no. Yes, I've been black away. This is her, huh? Oh, yeah, that's Amy Winehouse right there. Black girl? No, white girl. Really? Very yeah. soulful. Very soulful. I told you, she's taking it back to the 50s and 60s, soul, rock and roll. Dead. Dead. How, how old? 27. Yes, 27. What a shame. You know what the name of the song is? What? Rehab. Rehab. She didn't go. She should have uh, paid attention to the oh, rehab. She did go several times. She did, but it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't stick. It was uh, the same as, I guess, um, what's his name's birthday? Uh, Slash? No, uh, Dennis Rodman. He, he was at the trade show, too, and he was uh, certainly uh, doing a lot of drinking and pottying, and it uh, didn't stick. But he made it to 50. Sure beats 27, right? Sure does. Too soon. Anyway, uh, more cigars at the trade show uh, from uh, Casa Fernandez, who made that giant JFR uh, 7x70. They have a brand called Copacabana. Listen, we got like 10 minutes left of the show. Can we please talk about your gambling? All right, let me go through this quick. I want to mention some of these things. Um, 
they, they're making um, the Casa Fernandez is going to stop being made in Miami. They're going to put a big factory down there with 50 rollers. It's going to be the show place of all. This is what they're telling me about. I mentioned the, the um, Undercrown. Did I mention Undercrown? You did. Awesome. That I smoked. Loved it. I actually liked it better than Liga Pavada. And this thing's going to be readily available or more available. Also, um, Davidoff has a Bellicoso Supremo White Edition coming out and also a 100th anniversary of the Davidoff Store Special Limited Release. They told me already, three stores, I'm getting a total of six boxes of ten. That's it. So that's going to be rare, rare, rare. Um, Tony Blake gave me a cigar, Pinga de Burrow. Something about a donkey or something like that. Um, it was a long cigar, and he had it wrapped in some sort of. Uh, um, I think I know what pink is. Yeah. So, like, your parts. Oh, really? Yeah. So the the parts of a donkey. Okay. Um, unfortunately, it was very long. I put it in my bag. It did not make it. It uh. broke. Up, it broke apart. Tony Blake. Thank you for the cigar very much. I did not smoke it, but uh, truly unique-looking cigar, that's for sure. It was a big bellicoso, uh, a little too long for fitting in the bag that I was carrying the cigars in, and it took, a, too, took too much of a beating. Rocky Patel, 50th anniversary, a swag limitado, Java mint, which tastes like a um, Girl Scout cookie. Girl Scout cookie, yep. Um, and it's got bits of real Girl Scout in it, so you know it's good. And um, the... Um, Oh, what's it called? Rollback. Rollback from um, Joe Cusano, which is a cigar in the $2 range. Got a lot of attention at the show. Lots more. Too. Next week I'll get into all the different things. Uh, and, and I'll get into all the copycat stuff and everything like that. All right, so you're sitting at the blackjack table. and Okay, I, w- I got into the uh, hotel, and uh, I went with my mother, as I told you, and her room was all ready. Made sure she was all set, brought her stuff up there. My room is not ready. I said, okay, I'm going to go downstairs, wait for my room to be ready, uh, bump into some guys. I'll do a little talking and stuff, maybe get a bite to eat. I'm going downstairs. Walked around, see if my room was ready. No, it's still not ready. Went to the noodle factory that was there, which was fabulous. Mm. Ate there twice. Uh, talked to some more people. Went back. Is the room ready? No. Three and a half hours before my room was ready. Um, so what am I going to do? You're going to gamble. You're in Vegas. I'm in Vegas. I'm going to gamble. Go to the blackjack table. I do not want to gamble. Years ago, I gambled too much. I kind of got away from it, which was a good thing. And um, Hit me again. So I said, let me just go walk around the slot thing, see if there's anything that looks kind of funny in slots and stuff. I saw Monopoly, which we're doing a trade show. We're doing our big thing on Monopoly. I looked at it. Eh, I I didn't get the right vibe. Walking around, I saw Green Acres. Now, I'm a guy that's into that old TV stuff. My brother was a guy that was into that old TV stuff. And uh, Green Acres was one of his favorites. So He would uh, do quotes, if I'm not mistaken, on old TV shows, whereas you would do the movies. Right. He, he could pull quotes out of old TV old shows. Old TV that shows way. that he watched over and over again. And I saw Green Acres. I thought of him. And I said, let me sit down here and uh, play. It was a penny slot that you can play, you know, up to, say, 30 cents a, a thing. I put a $20 bill in. I'm looking at it, and there's the, the, the pig. What was his name? Uh, Arnold. Arnold the pig and all the di- different things that are there. And I'm looking, and I'm trying to figure out what am I supposed to get 
you know, how's it supposed to work? And there's not much directions there to tell you what it's going to play. So I do it a couple of times to see what's going on to try to figure out before I'm going to go to 30 cents a play. I'm doing pennies just to see. Yeah, you want to make sure you're not rolling too deep. Too deep, right. So uh, I do a few penny things trying to figure it out. I can't figure it out. I say, okay, let's stop playing. So 30 cents, 30 cents. On the second 30 cents, now you're playing every direction. Uh, you know, diagonally, lots of different things that can go different ways. And I obviously hit something, and it starts ding, 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 and it's making noise and all kinds of stuff. I'm looking at it, and I'm trying to figure out, okay, I got a pig, and I got a farm, and I got a um, pick. What do I have here? It doesn't make any sense. A lady comes by, looks at it, and says, what'd you hit for? And I said, I have no idea. I can't figure it out. You got anything? And she looks at it and says, I don't know. You couldn't figure out. That, you know, it's not like I got three pigs or three, you know, how, how did I hit anything? So I can't figure it out. I'm looking at it in the meantime. Ding, 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 ding. Everything stops. You can't do anything while this thing is making these noises. No, uh, no money falls down. It just keeps ringing and ringing and ringing. Literally 10 minutes. That's a long time sitting there with the alarms going off and everybody walking by saying, wow, I think you hit a big one. Also, I'm ringing up thousands of points. I don't know what a point is. Is a point a penny? Is a point a dime? Is a point the 30 cents I did? I have no idea, but it's thousands. And, and I'm like, it's, it's going for too long to not let me play. This thing's got to be really good. And a lot of old ladies coming by, oh, good for you. I have no idea. There's what a line I'm, behind you now because this machine's there's, hot. There's people around. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing that you were playing penny slots How's to this? begin with. 70 cents I put in total. It's a $20 bill, but I got 70 cents in. And this thing's making all kinds of noise. I can't wait for it to get over. I want to get off. Everybody's looking at me. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I want off. So as soon as the thing stopped, I hit uh, cash out. A little slip of paper comes out. No more money. The little slip of paper. I got $1,019.30. I got my nineteen thirty left from my $20 bill and $1,000. What an ROI. That is fantastic. And I'm telling you, I hit that button a total of five times. That's it. I got $1,000. I'm cashing out. So even to make it even, even, there we go, even to make it even worse or better or whatever you want to say, I got the slip of paper. I go up to where you cash the slip of paper, and I'm still kind of in a daze. What the hell just happened here? And looking around, I hear the lady, oh, she says, oh, good for you. And she, one, two, three, four, five hundred dollar bills, eight, nine, ten. She slides a thousand dollars to me. And I'm just staring ahead and not paying attention. You're trying to do the math in your head, like what, you what know, just happened? What just happened? Right. Pennies just turned I'm still into going there. Then she gets the $10 bill, the $5 bill. She does the $19, still she looks at me. She's slow playing you. She was slow playing. I don't wow. really even realize it. And then the 30 cents comes up, and I take it all, and I'm dazed. I don't know what's going on until I take about three or four steps forward. And I say, oh, she was looking for me to give it her $19.70. Is what she was looking. I didn't even realize it. I didn't even tip the lady. Cheap bastard. You didn't even tip it. I window. didn't even realize it after I walked away. I said, "Oh, that, that's what that was all about." You know, that's what they do. I apparently. don't think you should tip her, anyways. Whatever. I, I would have if I thought about it, but I, I actually didn't. So if anybody saw tip me, tip her for doing your job, her right. job. But, it's uh, one thing, I guess, if you're at the blackjack table, the guy's standing the, standing up all day and he's dealing cards and he's keeping everything straight. Yeah, yeah. So you tip him a little bit because he kept it straight and you win. I can see that. Yeah, I'm a tipper. I'm a tipper. Tip the girl at the window for cashing you out? She gets anyway, nothing. Anyway, she got nothing. I'm sorry, whoever you were. I would have gave you something, but I didn't even think about it. So uh, 
went back to the thing to see if my room was ready. It was. That's cool. You're up. So I was up, and uh, I didn't play anymore. So, Venetian, I got you for a grand. Ah, <laughs> that doesn't happen. Everybody, everybody in the chat box, Dave, buy me a cigar. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, that's my gambling you story. Gave, I saw you gave uh, Charlie a cigar when he came in. Good. Came all the way up from Tennessee, and bam. That's awesome. Coming all the way up here to see that. Absolutely. Anybody want to come to see the show anytime, I'm buying. Come and see uh, the Cigar Authority. I'll buy you a cigar anytime. Um, best in show. We got some time here? Four like minutes. Three minutes, yeah. Wow, man. The show went by quick. Very quick. Next week's show. It's going to be a continuation of the show. i got lots to tell you about. Uh, we did a thing uh, the past couple of years, which is best in show. Uh, guys spend lots and lots of money to put their boots together and um, try to outdo each other in, in, in the look and appearance of what's going on. Uh, push aside the, the cigars they're selling. The, some of the boots are unbelievable. Uh, the work and, and they, they put into it to attract customers to walk over to it and see it. So we put together what we call Best in Show, and we, and we do a small booth, uh, small plus, it's a little more, more than small, medium and medium plus, a large and a new exhibitor. Uh, best in Show for a small booth, that's one little booth, it's like a table that went to the Kentucky gentleman. They had a flavored cigar with all kinds of uh um, bourbon barrels and stuff all over. It was pretty cool looking for a small amount of space for them to fill like that. The folks from Bosner did the small plus. Bosner is a European cigar that's not sold in the United States. Beautiful looking packaging, beautiful cigar. I sampled the cigar a few years ago. Each year I go up to them, say the cigars are fantastic. How do I buy them? And you don't. You know, I've, you know, we don't do it in the U.S. and that's it. So all the more reason for them to have an exhibit in the U.S. IPCPR. Well, it's the international trade show. Oh, all right. So people are coming from... from Is the trade well, show ever in another country? Never. Okay. Um, it's a thought of doing someday, but they do they do one in um, in Germany every year. Um, I can't remember what they call that, but that's the uh, big European show, which is uh, much smaller than our, our show, the IPCPR. Um, medium Plus, uh, I mean, the medium booth went to China Tobacco. It's actually a Chinese company that m makes cigars in China. Again, not for U.S. consumption at all. Um, fantastic booth. It was beautiful. Uh, and they won for the, for the medium booth. Medium Plus booth went to Gran Habano. They had an ice cream truck, which, hey, I'm a fat guy, definitely attracted my attention. So there's ice cream trucks and um, what do you call those tables, picnic tables and all that. And uh, they got all these boxes everywhere, like little lunch boxes and stuff. It was cool looking. And uh, I presented them with, uh, I never got to their booth besides walking by to see it. I was a, a, one of the uh, five people that voted on it and the guy that presented the, the awards. And uh, I went over to the booth later, and I s looked at the ice cream truck, and there was no ice cream. And I said, oh, my God, you actually fooled me. I thought there was ice cream here. And he says, there is ice cream here. And in that little lunchbox was freeze-dried, like what they would have in space. Yeah, ice, space like, ice cream. Space awesome. ice cream. So they said, yeah, they got it in the strawberry, vanilla, and chocolate, and it was all together. So they, they did it all. So that was the guys at Gran Habanos, and they, they absolutely uh, hit me where it counts in my stomach. Uh, Lodge Booth was um, the big exhibitor. That's 20 booths plus. I don't know how many booths they had. 80 booths or something. It was huge. That went to the folks in Davidoff. They had this giant humidor built inside there, made of glass, half a million dollars Wow, they spent on this thing. 
And, and the new uh, exhibitor? New exhibitor was Paul Stulak. Paul Stulak was the name of the company. It was, um, you know, big giant uh, red velvet shears and a, and a um, what do you call that? Um, I, I don't know what, what you call that kind of look. Black and red and uh, gothic type of yeah, thing. Yeah, Mantown. All right, we have, we're, the show's over. The show's this over. That day. I, I got a whole other show to tell you about, so we'll get into lots more next week. Uh, European Cigar Awards, rumors uh, that were spreading wild in the uh, trade show. We'll get more of that and uh, all the different cigars we got to talk about. There's so much to tell you. This was the Super Bowl of premium cigars, and we'll tell you more about it next week. So thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll catch you next week here on the Cigar Authority Radio Network network.